Welcome to Confidently Uncertain. My name is Erica Lascala, and I'm your host for this podcast, a podcast that discusses all things fashion forecasting. It's incredibly difficult to predict trends years in advance with many factors affecting all stages of the forecasting process. But with all of the uncertainty that comes with trend prediction, you must be able to report it confidently. With all the answers still up in the air, we're going to be talking to industry professionals to get them for you. This is Confidently Uncertain. Welcome back to Confidently Uncertain. Our guest today is Katrina Henderson, and Katrina is a Ryerson University Fashion Communications alumni who's currently working in PR at Got Style. Got Style is a menswear and womenswear Toronto-based clothing store carrying a wide variety of clothing for every need. In this episode of Confidently Uncertain, we're going to be discussing economics in relation to the consumer and how consumer spending habits will be changing in the future due to shifts in the economy and society. So welcome, Katrina. It's great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Of course. So tell us about you and tell us about your career in the fashion industry and more specifically, how you're involved in understanding the consumer's role in the fashion industry. Sure. So um, I am a Ryerson graduate, as you mentioned. I guess that's kind of my introduction to fashion. I've always loved fashion. And then once I got into Ryerson, it was just a whole different, like a whole different ballgame. I'm sure you know in your last year, but Ryerson definitely opened up my experiences throughout the years. I was able to meet tons of people and get experiences and opportunities that maybe I wouldn't have been able to elsewhere. So I would say the people that I met along the years have really helped shape where I am now. So I'm in PR with Got Style. And I am relatively new, but I did know around my fourth year that I'm really passionate about marketing and about PR specifically with fashion. So I've had experiences doing like lots of volunteer work for fashion shows and all of that. And yeah, so I'm definitely a people person. And I think that helps because of course, public relations, you're working with people and mixing my two fave things, of course, people, fashion. And so um, I started with Got Style not too long ago. Um, Over the past year, I've been doing PR as well for another brand as well. So it's called Gabrielle PR. And so I started off with them and then I kind of transitioned over um, to Got Style recently. So that's a little bit about me. So like you definitely have public relations experience and you're getting more as time goes on, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So Hopping into the first question, like from a consumer's perspective, um, have you been saving or spending during the pandemic period and how? Yeah, I've I've been saving, actually. <laughs> Going back to my fourth year, probably at Ryerson, I, I got really into sustainability and I'm really big on that. So I prefer to like thrift or like, you know, love like hand-me-downs from my mom or, you know, (laughs) like the cute vintage pieces. So I haven't really shopped much, to be honest, over the pandemic, just more staying in. I feel like I've been like during lockdown, I think with online shopping, I've been spending that way. Um, Yeah, it's either one way or the other. (laughs) 
right? But I love thrifting as well. But then with that being said, what do you think the economic landscape is going to look like moving forward? Mm -hmm. I feel like there's going to be long-term negative effects on the economy. Like most industries might have a hard time to bounce back from everything that's happened within the last three years. So yeah, I feel like it'll take some time to just bring things back to normal. But we are able to adjust. Like we've all kind of had to, we've had no choice. So I think like we'll be able, it'll be able to work. Um, maybe just a slow start, but everything like ha- like no one really has a choice. We have to adjust since the same thing with the economy. So that's kind of where I see it. No, I completely agree. It's definitely going to take some time to get back to normal, but I think eventually it will. So what do you think the consumers' behaviors are going to look like in terms of spending behaviors and priorities after the pandemic? Yeah, so I think that there will be a contrast between shopping online and shopping in person. And the reason why I'm saying that is because the last three years over the pandemic, like you were saying, shopping online has just been the way to do things with all of the stores closed and all of the malls closed. It's more convenient, you know, but also I feel like people are going to be missing just like that experience of going and and going in, getting dressed up to go out and like go to the mall or go to like a boutique or go out with friends, you know, and like that experience of shopping in person is a, it's different because you're there, you're touching the clothes, you're seeing the material and touching the fabric and like trying things on where like you can't do that online. And like, don't get me wrong, shopping online is very convenient, but it's almost like people who shopped online, like either they like love this new way of shopping and like not new, but like they love it and it's convenient, it's fast, it's easy. But then there's like the other handful of people that like miss shopping in person. So it's, I, I think it could go both ways. Yeah, I completely agree. It's like shopping in person, if things don't fit or just like the quality of clothing, like you feel that you're not going to be ordering something online being like, oh, I wonder if it's going to fit or I wonder if it's going to be cheap material. So I definitely think after the pandemic, people are going to be kind of spending more because they won't be wondering about like certain questions. So do you think consumers are more inclined to shop more slow fashion or fast fashion after the pandemic shut down malls and people weren't able to shop in person or spending money at other places such as restaurants or traveling? I feel like people will go for more slow fashion than fast fashion because fast fashion, there's these new styles and these new trends like always coming and coming, but like we just don't have the same like activities or events as much as we used to like we used to go and do many things and like so we'd buy like we'd constantly buy and fast fashion was a big trend and all of that but also without um, an increase in just understanding sustainability worldwide and like really appreciating local brands not even just like local brands like for example Canada like local brands in Toronto in Toronto or in Canada you know it's like supporting these brands and understanding the the history behind a piece of clothing like it all just like ties in I feel like people are more aware of that maybe because of global warming and like that more of that um being acknowledged 
so maybe it's also because like I definitely all about slow fashion like I'm not for fast fashion <laughs> and it's probably because we learned so much about it you know like how the negatives and all of that but I feel like slow fashion is growing in in, in industry mm-hmm. yeah the reason I asked this question is because I found that during lockdown and everything, more and more people, like I've been hearing about Shein, like, oh, I got this off of Shein. And people were shopping so much Shein. And then I feel like once stores started opening up, it was all about thrifting. So there wasn't really that balance. It was very much like shop completely fast fashion, or just go thrifting and be sustainable. But also during lockdown, it was about supporting local and smaller businesses and ethically sourced businesses. So I feel like there has been no happy medium. It's been like one or the other. (laughs) That's what I mean by the contrast. Like people are either shopping online and you could or shopping in person and then like shopping fast fashion or shopping you know slow fashion like it's really like separated but I also feel like more people are learning about the importance of shopping locally and supporting brands and like supporting people of color like the black community supporting indigenous like learning about the cause and the story of the owner or the founder and like all of these movements that have been happening especially within the last couple of years, they've been like highlighted more like the, which, and it's important that we are aware, you know, like this is very important. I think that as well is important that people are learning this part of fashion. Like when we're just talking about fashion, learning about the history of the brand and the, the meaning of it, you know, as well. For sure. There's been so much more of an emphasis on all of these social movements. People are becoming more aware of everything that's kind of going on and like kind of cluing in like I should really be supporting them. So how do you think have fashion businesses shifted their brands and products to be more multifunctional because of the way the pandemic has affected how we live and do everyday activities? I think that brands are more aware that people are more cautious of what they're spending and that they're looking for kind of back to slow fashion. They're looking for more quality over quantity nowadays. So which kind of shows that like fast fashion is not as needed and that customers are now doing more intentional purchases. So I feel like maybe smaller and local brands are kind of like aware of this and they're being more, they're connecting more with their consumers and their customers. Whereas like large corporation brands that are more fast fashion, they're not able to have that same connection with their target group because they're at a large scale. So I think because these smaller businesses are aware of that and they're really like engaging with their customers more on like a personal level. They're aware of what like what people are like wanting nowadays. So that's my thoughts basically on this. So so like the way they're kind of becoming more conscious about consumers wanting better quality products for the price that they're spending. It's like, is it worth it to buy this product or Like, what's the point of buying it? And I also think like the way that places have had to shift their products and like what they carry because of the pandemic, I definitely think that has changed a lot. There's been so many stores that have been selling like loungewear because everybody was staying at home. But now we've kind of 
shifted again into like suits being so popular and bright colors because people want to go out now. They want to go wear something bold now. You know, you know what else was really big over the pandemic and especially when Zoom was really big? Loungewear, but then it got to the point where like sleeves were a thing, you know? I don't know if you saw that where like wearing a statement sleeve and like um just wear like um sweatpants at the bottom no one can see your legs but just wear like a statement sleeve because that's all anybody sees so it's just like the way that brands have had to shift because of like these small little tweaks that we've made in our everyday lives but what long-term impacts do you think the pandemic will have on the younger generation's consumer behavior considering that for the past two years they've been kind of locked up in their homes at a very young age. I think during pandemic and all, obviously TikTok has like grown like crazy, has become extremely popular. And I think that people like these kids or like the younger target market is very influenced by social media and specifically TikTok. Whatever is trending, they'll go and buy. If someone is saying something like, maybe negative about a brand, they had a bad experience, they won't buy it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they'll get rid of it. Like, it's just, they're so influenced by social media. It could be a good thing. Like you learn a lot on TikTok. (laughs) But yeah, I think social media is a huge influence on um, spending habits. And even just just great for like getting a review, you know, like, like, oh, this person bought this, like, it's not that great. So I'm not going to buy it. Or this person bought this. And I love it from what they're saying. I need it. Oh, exactly. Like the amount of makeup products I've bought because of social media is insane. They say, go buy this blush. I'm like, okay, if everyone loves it, I'm going to go buy it. So I definitely agree with that. Social media, especially on the younger generation, they're like learning off of social media, basically. Anything people are doing online, anything people are wearing online, they're going to want to wear as well. So it definitely has a bigger impact on them, I think. From the past two or three years, even like little kids, they weren't able to hang out with their friends. They weren't able to be influenced by others outside of their own home and outside of social media. So it's going to be like a huge difference compared to those who have already grown up and experienced outside influences rather than just staying in your home and influenced by those things inside. So as the pandemic is ongoing, obviously, we don't know when it's going to end. What have you observed about luxury shoppers behaviors? And are they still interested in shopping the same way they did before? Have they changed the type of items that they're looking for? Or are you not noticing a difference? I think that like they could be shifting, but honestly, people nowadays, they're looking for more like spending more on experiences. I think like people are craving traveling, people are craving events, people are craving going out. And I think that instead of spending most on like luxury and like buying clothing and buying materialistic things, I think people are more going to spend that money on experiences because we can finally go out and do things. So I feel like in terms of consumers and like just people, I think they're craving traveling, craving like all of these things that what we can do. 
outside and that instead of spending on like an expensive purse or like they're going to use that money towards like a trip. Yeah, I agree because now it's just while being locked up, it's like you just want to get out. You just want to be able to experience different things that you weren't able to before. So I completely agree with what you said. The people that were spending on luxury, they're probably going to be spending on traveling and vacations instead because they want the experience. So we were talking about sustainability and thrifting. So how are ethics and sustainability going to drive spending in 2022 and future years? Yeah, definitely more experiences is what people are going to be spending more of their time and money on and just like being with people. And I think that'll drive for the rest of the year. And yeah, everyone I talk to is just like craving, like doing something, you know, like, let's go out. I want to do something like we've been stuck inside. So all of the lockdowns that are on and off and on and off. I also think that with like the ethics and sustainability part, it could go back to like one of the questions before um, where we were talking about like people are becoming more conscious about sustainability and fast fashion and how bad it is for the planet and how we should be shopping more sustainably because why not? You can. It's just a matter of like, do you want to? And also going back to social media with all of these like influencers thrifting, they're thrifting like trendy pieces as well. So I also think that has had a big impact on people shopping more sustainably as well and ethically and going to more local stores as well, like shopping local, shopping like small businesses. And so I think one of the influencers that stands out to me is Emma Chamberlain. She kind of, I think, made it trendy to thrift just because of how like she shops these pieces that aren't conventionally the most attractive pieces, but she turns it into outfits that are awesome outfits. And most of her pieces are thrifted. Like when you do that, it just shows your creativity. And also it shows like, oh, your piece is unique. You know, like there's a story behind it. Like I just love that part of like, oh, where'd you get that top? Oh, I thrifted it. You know, like it's fun. Exactly. And you can't find it anywhere else. Yeah. So during the pandemic, people's incomes have most likely been decreasing because people weren't able to go into work. But how do you think retailers are making a shift towards affordability? There is more deals going on for sure. I think that even like just to tie in social media, people are engaging more on social media and like building that relationship. I'm thinking of small brands and smaller scale companies rather than big scale, but they're engaging more on social media and just connecting with their customers. And then through that relationships are built and like there is like deals like, you know, like join my live, join my Wednesday live. Um, Actually, Got Style has been doing that. We started doing lives every day of the week and then people would come in. We pull some pieces, tell them about it um, on the live. And then we wanted to give them something for joining the live. So like, oh, uh, this is the discount code at the end of the live. Like, this is the discount code. Like, please come back. We're going to be showing these pieces tomorrow. You know, like something to like engage and like talk to the customers, show them, like tell them to come in or 
have an activity with them or do like an engagement in market, like anything, you know, just to like get them involved. And I think doing that, it builds a different relationship with the customers as well. So I think that with like COVID and the pandemic and that impact that we've all been affected in some sort of way, whether it's financially or like anything. So getting back into shopping nowadays, I find that it's different if you're with a, if you're like looking at a, a brand that really cares about what you think, you know, and cares about what you want to buy and all of that. Like brands that really listen to their customers. Yeah. And take their feedback. Exactly. And with that, you want to build a good customer relationship, obviously. So finding out what the customer wants, you're also kind of giving them incentive to shop with you. Like you said, giving out discount codes or giveaways just to get the customer engaged on social media, wanting to come back to you and Shifting towards affordability, it's hard because brands need to think about what's going to keep them going. But also with the customers coming back to you, that'll also maybe because of lowered prices or something like that, the customer will keep coming back to you. And in the long run, it'll be all worth it for the brand or the store. Yeah, exactly. And also, um, talking about got style, another thing that we do is we do styling appointments. Uh, like a free styling appointment. So that can tie in as well. We like you can book your free styling appointment on our website. And then you come in and it's like 45 minutes and we just chat with you and ask you like, like what you're looking for. And then we kind of like help pick out pieces throughout the store. A stylist will help you do that. And then just like spending the time with you talking with you and like really understanding what you're looking for and just like guiding you through the clothes that we offer and that we're selling. So like little things like that, or like, like a free styling appointment on your first visit, or, you know, like God Style also has like little events that happen or right now we have um, every Saturday, a whiskey tasting, you know, like from four to six and come and shop and drink whiskey. Like, you know, like little things like that, that'll they, that'll like have people talking and like, Oh, let's go, you know, let's go shopping at the distillery district let's go to got style and drink whiskey and go shopping you know like something fun like it's a fun activity while you're shopping like things like that so yeah that's things that we're that uh, got style has been doing so and I think that ties in with the bigger question yeah for sure that's also awesome because with the clothes that the people are going to be buying got style has been accounting that in with the styling experience so like you said you do like one-on-one styling consultations and then after that you guys pick out pieces they're not only buying the pieces but they're buying a full experience exactly not just an experience but a place for them to feel comfortable and ask as many questions as they want or learn a bit like if they're not you know aware of certain things like we can like teach them about like certain styles or trends that they're trying to go for like stuff like that like the stylists that got style can really work towards that and help whoever comes in in that way yeah that's so nice and like an amazing experience that you guys are providing for everyone So with everything that we've talked about, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us about where fashion is heading in terms of the consumer's rationale and logic of spending in the future. And would you like to tell everyone your social handles so that way they can find you and keep up with your fashion journey as well? So it's Katrina underscore Hen, H-E-N. And I might as well give Got Styles. Got Style has two. They have Got Style Men and then Got Style Women. So you can follow along with us as well. 
Perfect. Thank you for listening to Confidently Uncertain. Tune in next week where we're going to be talking about the future of technology and fashion. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to our guests for joining us. You can find Confidently Uncertain on streaming platforms. You can also find us on Instagram at Confidently Uncertain Pod for staying up to date with all of the future fashion trends and inspiration. See you next time on Confidently Uncertain.